Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hey there. Hi. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Pretty good. You? Good. We're recovering. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're like 90% of human at this point after weeks, but... Let's get in there. We're getting there. Hey, what are you buzzing about? Ooh. Let's see. Honestly, I'm just very summering it right now. Yeah. I'm not... The Little League is done. The dance is done for the kids. It's just straight pool time and relaxation. Yes. For now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Summer. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm finding, or just found out and booked a trip to Ontario, Canada. Ooh. Because my brother um, is on tour there. And my brother lives in England. And I have not physically seen him in like eight years. That's wild. So he is, his tour is coming from England to Canada at the end of September. And I'm going to take my son and my mother Mm -hmm. and we're going to go see a show. Um, His tour is actually called the Walk Right Back Tour. It's the Everly Brothers, uh, their 2022 Canadian Autumn Tour. So I think there's a website for that somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I get to see my brother Larry. Well, I hope when he is here visiting, I get to meet this man. Yes. He is going to come home to Michigan for about a week before he has to go back to the UK and then start another leg of his tour. But so we don't get to see him very often. We Skype once a week. Yeah. We're very good about doing that, but we don't get to see him very often. So this is kind of a big deal for us. Yeah. I'm excited to meet him. Yeah. We have a book. Yes, we do. What did we do? TikTok made us do it. I know. All right. So we are reviewing Praise, uh, book one of the Salacious Player Club series by Sarah Cates. Mm -hmm. This is a right now three book series. The fourth book will be coming out soon. We don't have like a date on that yet. Right. But there are three out right now. There are three out right now. I've read two. Kindle Unlimited. Yes. Yeah. Huge, huge on book talk right now. Yes. Um, people love it. Yeah. As did we. Yeah. It was great. Now yeah. we're only going to do praise <clears throat> yep. today. Um, and then I think in a couple of weeks, we'll just wrap up the rest of the series because yeah. I want to keep reading. Yes. I love this series. I like how there's no cliffhangers, Mm -hmm. but every book is about one of the owners of the Salacious Player Club. Right. So that is a sex club. Mm -hmm. There are three men and a woman Mm -hmm. that own this club. They founded it like when they were in college. And the first book is about Emerson. And he is 40, 41, somewhere around around there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So this is an age gap trope book. 
Uh, I did not give a fuck. Nope. Did not even care. Nope. Now, the girl's name is Charlotte. Now, that's my daughter's name. I had an issue with that. So, I just read Charlie through the whole thing. And they right. do call her that in the book. Yeah. So, I will be referring to her as Charlie during this episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she's 21. Yes. Which normally would bug me. Yeah. But she's not your typical... 21 right i think that she is mature Mm -hmm. and i think that this entire book is based on the fact that it's like her sexual revelation yeah and her exploration of her sexuality and the way that she goes about it like sure does she do stupid things here and there absolutely but nothing that i would attribute to the immaturity that i normally would for a 21 year old so that didn't bother me at all yep um, you know, she's kind of like your, she's got like a shitty fucking dad, but she has yeah. a great mom and she has a sibling. So she has like a great support system mm-hmm. and she's working like, you know, shitty job, but she's doing what she needs to do. Yep. And you open up the book because she, um, has broken up with a guy that she was living with. His name is Bo mm-hmm. and he's giving her like a really hard time and she's like getting her shit and he cheated on her he cheated on yeah. her and they just weren't getting along and yep. she's just over it like she's not broken up about this breakup and moving back home like, right at all and he's letting her know like hey you weren't around to deal with the closing out of the apartment so the building manager mailed our security deposit to my dad because my dad co-signed when we got in this being mm-hmm. i don't talk to my dad anymore because i'm a spoiled fucking brat right so you have to go if you want to get your money and it's like a thousand dollars yeah and that's huge to her yeah so she has to basically make arrangements to go see her ex-boyfriend's dad that she's never met and he has this rift with that she doesn't know what it right. is to go get her thousand dollars but she's gonna fucking do it yeah she's she needs some money yeah so but so you meet emerson then at this point mm-hmm. and you're getting the idea that he runs he runs his services based off kink like it's a big deal yes so they all have their specific kinks yep. and for him he really digs the whole submissive thing the you need to be on your knees right. like with your head bowed when I walk into right. a room and I'll pet you and that right. kind of a thing. Call me sir. Yeah, yeah. all of those things. And so <clears throat> he's in the process of getting that when you meet him. Like there's a chick in his office and she's knelt but she's saying things and he thinks she's a brat. He doesn't really like her. Right. And he's going to call the service and get a new one and she's got to go. And yeah. Blah, blah. And then he picks up the phone and calls his business partner, Garrett, who mm-hmm. happens to be what book two is yes. about. Um, But he lets him know, like, yep, this secretary bitch did not work out. You're going to have to get me another one. He's like, you're going through them like crazy. And he's like, yeah, no one gets it. Like, it's just whatever. You can tell he's complicated and dominant and no nonsense is what you get. Yep. Yeah. And he does call these women his secretaries. Right. But they're sexual in nature. But also they are his secretary. Yes. His assistant or whatever in his home. Yeah. So he gets off the phone with Garrett and time there's a slight time lapse and Charlie shows up to get this deposit. Mm-hmm. But she shows up in the right time frame in which he thinks Emerson thinks that she is the new secretary being sent by Garrett. Right. So as you can imagine, he's like Neil. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? What I just want my money, dude. (laughs) But she does say, like, how incredibly attractive he is. Mm -hmm. And there's something about him that, like, pulls her in. So she does it. Yeah. 
Now, if that were me, I'd be like, pause. I'm going to need to get my money. Then I'll possibly think about kneeling. I don't know what kind of vibe is happening here, but can I get my money first? Right. Well, she hasn't explained who she is or why she's there. So that's why she's just quiet through this. And he's like... You know, I know that you're new, but the rule is, is that you are on your knees, head bowed when I walk into the room right. until I tell you, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? And yeah. he's like, no, that's what the fuck, sir. Like, yeah. And she's like, okay, there's something about this that I'm yeah. like, okay. And she does it. Well, eventually there's some more dirty talk, but right. eventually they both figure out and he is just like so embarrassed. Yeah. Mortified. He's like, Oh my God, you're my son's girlfriend. I'm in this rift with my son. I'm trying to get back in touch with my son again. And here I've done this to his girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Nope, he's my ex and we really don't get along. So can I have my money? Right. So he gives her the money, but he's also telling her like, you're not going to tell him. Right. Right. And she's like, well, what's that worth to you? And so she extorts him. Yeah. And he, she wanted like 250 bucks or something like mm-hmm. that. And he gave her like five grand. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I'd take that. Yeah, she did. She did. She's smart. Yeah. Yeah. But this is where you go back to Charlie's life and how there's some stuff that's going on and their dick dad left and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And she's working her shitty fucking jobs. And then I think it's at a skating rink, like where she was checking in skates. Yeah. In and out. Okay. Yeah. So she's like doing her fucking yep. whatever minimum wage bullshit and in walks. Yeah. Emerson. Yep. And he wants to offer her a job for real. Like as a secretary, as a but, not secretary sexual. but not right. sexual. And she was just like, well, what if I would want both? And he was just like, nope, you no. are my son's ex. Right. No, absolutely not. But you need a job. I can afford to pay you. You would have to be my secretary. Right. So she does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she gets all like goes to the mall and gets like all dressed up or, you know, gets clothes that she thinks looks professional, but also sexy at the same time. And she's bought like all this laundry because she just wants to feel sexy. Mm -hmm. Like something about the presence of this man has like electrocuted her vagina and she just cannot handle or stop dreaming and thinking about Emerson, like naked and doing all these things to her. She's interested. Mm -hmm. So as a 21 year old, I get it. But again, you know, she's very responsible, very mature for the life that she has to live and the people she takes care of. And, but she's going to be able to find something that's curious, that she's curious about something that she can maybe have for herself. Correct. Yes. Yeah. While she's at the mall as well, she does run into Bo. Yes. And like, and with a girl. Um, And I think at this point you kind of realize that one of the reasons that they broke up as he never made her feel good about herself. Mm -hmm. He was always putting her down uh, and it kind of created this environment where she never really believed in herself either. She just doesn't think highly of herself. Right. So you realize going in after the mall situation, when she shows up at the house the next day, you kind of realize that not only is she looking for like this sexual hot relationship with this guy, she needs it for her like self-esteem. Like mm-hmm. she just is not feeling good about herself and very quickly you do realize that he recognizes that when like he calls her like for example like good girl Mm -hmm. it like lights her up 
So he is also realizing, okay, maybe I can help her do this, but not fuck her. Right. Because he is very against having sex with her or anything sexual in nature up front. Right. And he does tell her that. Yes. But she's just kind of like, I'm going to try everything I can to like get my way, including my first outfit being a completely see-through shirt. Oh, yeah, with a black bra right. underneath. And yeah. he takes notice. Yes. But I think, too, that even though he's like resolved himself in this idea of I can get real close to the line but not cross yeah. the line, he does talk dirty to her. Yeah. And he does explain the lifestyle. Yeah. Because... When she decided to take the job, she, like, Googled his ass yeah. and, like, Googled what the Salacious Players Club is. And, mm -hmm. like, I think they started out as, like, a dating app. Yeah. And now they're opening this club. Yeah. So, and it's, like, you know, members only. And it's all about kink. It's all mm -hmm. about, you know, expressing and, and blah, blah, blah. So they go through all of these. Uh, she goes down the rabbit hole. So she's Googling his ass and she's going down the rabbit hole and she's understanding like what the videos that are attached to it and all the different things. And she's understanding what like praise kink is. And yeah. that's what this book is based on. Yes. It's his kink. And then it's also her. Yes. Kink, but they have this complication between them of you're my son's ex-girlfriend. Right. I'm estranged from my son. Right. And he does keep saying girlfriend, 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 girlfriend. And every time she's like ex-girlfriend, right. like. I think he's kind of using it as a crutch to like not move forward. Mm -hmm. He can't get out of that because at the same time, he is consistently trying to get his relationship with Bo back on track. Right. And he knows that if he steps in the wrong direction towards Charlie, it will ruin everything. Right. So that is also a storyline. Um amidst everything else is him trying to get this relationship back with his son because he is a good father. Yeah. And the only reason you learn that their relationship is in chaos is he thinks his dad's gross because of the sex club. Right. And he does know that he sleeps with the secretaries. Mm -hmm. So he just thinks he's like this dirty, creepy man and he hates him for it. Right. So. Yeah. And he, Bo just kind of pops up. Because when he finds out that Charlie is working for his dad and he just kind of pops up and you get the sense that Bo is, he's flirty with her and he like wants to get her alone and talk mm -hmm. to her. But I don't really think it's because he misses her or right. wants her. It's because she's around his dad yeah. and he still has to get over whatever the fuck it is yeah. that's up his ass with his dad. Yeah. So, but his dad keeps trying, like as a good parent yeah. should. So his dad keeps trying, so he can't cross this particular line. Yeah. But at some point, it, you know, that he keeps, it's like Emerson or he, it's, it's like he puts them in these positions where he invites Bo over or, yeah. and then he tries to leave. So he's leaving them two together alone. Yeah. And she keeps getting put in the position to keep telling Bo over and over, I'm done. Like, right. we're never going to be a thing. And if I am ever a thing with your dad, that's not your business. Yeah. Like, we're done. I hated Bo. Yeah. He was childish and selfish. And I just, ugh, he irked me. Yeah. So I do want to kind of get to the point where they their relationship kind of turns a little bit and it is right after Bo uh, is something happens with Bo anyway she goes to find Emerson and he's like upstairs he had just like got done working out and they kind of talk a little bit she's like standing in between his legs and he's essentially like I can't 
do this anymore. Like I can't pretend that I don't want you. So that's kind of the flip of the story at where things start to pick up between them. And I do want to know it is halfway. Mm -hmm. And I did not care. We've talked about this before, how sometimes when the sex takes too long to get moving, we get bored. Right. I did not. It was like the perfect slow builds, the perfect sexual tension. Mm -hmm. I wasn't at all like, oh my God, like, when are they going to (laughs) fuck? Like, can we get this moving? And when it did happen, it was like, I don't know. It was like the perfect setup. Yeah. And it was so hot. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. There was so, like, I mean, technically it was supposed to be considered a slow burn, but there was so much, like, naughty talk. Yeah. Uh, in foreplay that was going on that you weren't bored trying to wait for there actually to, you know, right. be a sex scene or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked it. And then the first sex scene was hot. And he does continue to struggle. Even yes. now that he has accepted yep. fucking her, he's now continued to struggle on keeping her because he doesn't want to piss off his son. Right. But he's also understanding, like, he's never felt this way right. about anyone before. Yeah. And there is, then again, the age difference. Yeah. So. Yep. And he does uh, somewhat talk. So Garrett, uh, one of the other owners, is his best friend. So mm-hmm. he does talk to him about Charlie. He does not reveal at first that she is Bo's ex. He kind of leaves that portion out of the story. But Garrett does say like, she's different. I can tell like you're acting different, like what's going on. And it does take him, I think a little while to accept that it's more than just sex and secretary things. He Mm -hmm. actually has feelings for her. He does take her to the club one day Mm -hmm. and he's very like protective. The contractor, his name is Drake. Oh yeah. He's hot. I can't wait. I think his book is four. You think? No, it's three. I think he's the one that gets asked to go into the marriage. Because I think that's book three. Anyway. Oh. Side note. So uh you can just tell like he rubs Emerson the wrong way right from the beginning. But you also, I think, understand that he is very vanilla as Mm -hmm. far as he doesn't want all the extra. He just wants the straight fucking. Right. He's just about it. But he'll like flirt with Mm -hmm. Charlie and Emerson's like, no, dude. Yep. Like, stop right now. Like, that's not what this is. Like, she's just my secretary. But she's off limits to the likes of you. Right. And apparently the likes to everybody else because he doesn't let anybody flirt with her whatsoever. And when they try, like he comes and grabs her and shit like that. So I do think it's funny though, there is a time when um they go to like this meeting to meet up with like the sex toy distributor. Mm -hmm. And Charlie realizes that the sex toy distributor and Emerson have had like sexual relations so she gets really jealous because they have to like go off on their own mm-hmm. and uh drake gets her to put in a sex toy <laughs> and he keeps the remote and he's like playing with it and emerson catches them and he, get, he gets fucking so pissed mm-hmm. um but i thought it was funny because she definitely did it on purpose like she i feel like she knew what she was doing even though in the book she was like i didn't know like it's fine <laughs> but like girl yes you did yeah, you, you knew did. you set all that up yes um kind of moving forward the sex toy is actually how Bo finds out about emerson and charlie right because he grabs 
she has it in and he grabs the remote thinking that it's like the key his car keys or something yeah i think like it's like when they came home her and yeah. emerson came back to emerson's the remote just got like put on yeah. the counter and then bo pops up sees that they're acting weird he yeah. goes to leave and like grabs his keys and the remote right and it's like what the fuck is this and her face like, right because he turns it on yeah and it just goes yes <laughs> and he's like what the hell is going on here right. and then emerson says it's nothing yeah and that's kind of the pause in their relationship because he says it's nothing so him and Bo are fighting and she's pretty much like fuck this she grabs her shit and she like just leaves mm -hmm. so emerson does regret it and he does like try and contact her but she's like no like i'm more than nothing you're not gonna treat me this way like i'm done with this yeah i think that she was feeling really stupid because she was like all in yeah all feelings all everything yep. the only thing that was kind of between them was Bo. yeah and the fact and she just didn't give a fuck anymore yeah like it was about what she needed right. at that time so i feel i feel like they're you know the breakup period the devastation period mm -hmm. where she just goes about a, ro a robotic life yeah because she's just very heartbroken and she feels really stupid yeah and he's not told her that they're anything. Right. Yet. And so for him to say those words, even the cover up, whatever was happening for the son. Yeah. It was just too much for her. Yeah. And she broke. Yeah. And that sucked. It did. It, it really did suck. Cause I feel like in the back of her mind, like she knew that he hadn't really revealed how he felt. And he did say numerous times, like this can't be anything serious. Like this can't really go anywhere because of Bo. Right. But I think she really did think that that would change. Mm -hmm. Like he would get feelings and it wouldn't matter. But at the end of the day, like who do you choose, right? Do you choose your kid or do you choose like a woman that you're falling in love with? And I think when they broke up, that was something that Emerson was what he that's what he had to decide mm -hmm. so we're gonna pause mm -hmm. because then we're gonna come back and we're gonna tell you essentially what he decided yeah. okay Quick break. hi welcome back hi okay <laughs> so my dog has yep. joined the podcast yep. and she's totally pouting right now because we had to stop rubbing yep. her so we could record and she literally like circled around yep. and now she's got her ass in our face. She's <laughs> glaring at me. She is not happy. Oh, baby Zoe. Yep. She is mad. Anyway. Okay. So. We're at a very cool part. Of the yes. So uh, Charlie decides, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back to this club. Because mm -hmm. she has membership. Yeah. Her sexuality has been awakened. Mm -hmm. She has a membership. She's like. I'm going to dress up mm -hmm. and I'm going by myself. Yep. So she does get a girl. Mm -hmm. uh, she shows up and everyone's like, uh oh, <laughs> like this, the is, other right, this is not going to go well. <laughs> so she runs into Eden. Now Eden is like, she's like a dominatrix. Mm -hmm. She's part of the club. She's part of the club. She's like a high end VIP member. She's, really nice she kind of pushes charlie to like be her best sexual self mm -hmm. so she's like what are you doing here like where's emerson and she's like i don't know i don't care i'm here for me and she's like well in that case let's rent a room together and she charlie's like okay yeah so they go rent a room in the meantime garrett 
walks up to Emerson because Emerson's there mm-hmm. and is like, you know, how are things going with you and Charlie? And Emerson's like, it's not going. I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, don't cause a scene, but she definitely just rented a room with Eden. And he's like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> he like, you know, gets up, runs to the room and he kind of like pauses because this is a room in which you can watch. Mm-hmm. So she's in this room with Eden and they're like making out and like clothes are coming off. And he is like, this is hot, but also I cannot stand somebody else touching her. So Regardless he, if it's right. A woman. So he busts in the room and Eden turns around and knows immediately that it's him without even looking. And he's like, she's smirking at him because she did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hi, get out. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now they're in this room together and he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, sorry, isn't going to fix what you did. This is, you know, you said you were, we were nothing and like, you really hurt me. And he ends up, I can't remember if they have sex in this room, but he definitely goes down on her mm-hmm. while she's sitting in like this throne chair. So he like gets down on his knees. Uh, so kind of like the tables have turned mm-hmm. and whatever she like gets off and he's like all hot and bothered and he thinks that like they're gonna go home together and she's like no Mm -mm. i like thanks but also no we haven't resolved we haven't resolved like this isn't gonna fix things like sex is not gonna fix which that right there for me shows like her maturity Mm -hmm. because she really does love him yeah and she does want a relationship with him but she knows that like it's not going to work out until he decides that she's a priority. Right. And so she walks out and he's proud of her. He's proud of her for walking out, even though it really hurts him that she does. He's like proud of her for standing up for herself. So they go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes home and she's cry. You know, she's upset, obviously. Yeah. And she wakes up in the morning to a bunch of yelling because um, she lives at her mom's and she lives in the guest house, the guest pool house. So she wakes up to all this yelling. And it's the dick dad. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. there's like a, there's a side plot line yeah. that has to do with the sibling and the parents and the divorce yep. and how the dad is a dick dad and all that kind of crap. Yeah. But essentially, like, he's blowing up, and he is, he somehow, again, a different sideline, but yeah. he knows that she's been hanging out at this club. Yes. Um, this sex club, and she's disgusting. And then Bo and Emerson show up yep. to her house while all this yelling and crazy is going on, and they, like, kind of go at the dad, and yeah. the dad kind of goes at them. And, like, wackiness ensues, and Bo stands up for his dad, and then at that moment, you kind of feel like, Bo and, and Emerson have worked some shit out. Right. Or they're in the process of working it out. Right. So come to find out the sister is the one that ended up calling Emerson. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes the dad back a bit, knowing that his daughter that he technically has written off at this point mm-hmm. has called this man that he thinks is like this dirty pervert. And the mom essentially is like, listen, Charlie's 21 years old. This is, her, she can make her own decisions. Like, you don't have a right to show up here and, like, say these things. Yep. And so he leaves. Mm-hmm. And she realizes, Charlie, at this point, that she is 
deeply in love with Emerson and I think is also realizing that his relationship with Bo is fixable. Mm-hmm. So they leave, they leave. Charlie stays at her mom's. They have like decide to have like a family movie night. Mm-hmm. And later in the evening, Bo shows up at her house mm-hmm. and essentially is like, listen, I'm still weirded out that you're with my dad, but I'll try and be supportive. I care about both of you. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, like, do you want to stay and hang out as friends? And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure my dad's going to call you because he's definitely in love with you. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen my dad this way. I realize I want my dad to be happy. I realize you're different. I want you to be happy. I'm cool. I'll bow yeah. out. Yeah. It'll just take me some time, but like, it's fine. Yeah. So instead of waiting, she shows up at Emerson's house. Yeah. She wasn't going to wait for him. No. Nope. So she shows up and they don't even talk. He just pulls her in the house and starts making out with her. And listen, they fuck on the stairs and mm-hmm. it is so everything. Good. <laughs> so good. I... While I'm reading this, my brain is like, this is hot. But then also my knees hurt. Like, ouch. <laughs> like, you're on, what, like, marble? I, I picture it to be, like, this extravagant, like, marble staircase. And, like, mm-hmm. she's getting pounded, like, on her knees on this, like, ow. But also, hey. yes. <laughs> but he tells her, like, he's like, I love you. Like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, great, because I love you, too. And that's, like, kind of the moment in which they decide, like, okay, we're together. This is a thing. Mm -hmm. It does kind of, like, hop forward a bit. uh, And you kind of see that they're together. She's still, like, his quote-unquote secretary. Like, they still are working together. But she's also still doing the whole Neil thing. Mm -hmm. So it flips to, like, him having a meeting in the middle of the day. And he, like, mutes and turns off his camera. And she's, like, giving him a blowjob under the desk. Right. And then afterwards, Garrett, the best friend, pops in. He's like, hey, Charlie. Like, also, can you not be doing this (laughs) while we're having meetings? Because, like, we have shit to do. So... Like, everyone now knows that, like, they're in this relationship and, you know, Mm -hmm. Emerson and Charlie, like, love each other. And then that's kind of, like, the end of that. Of their story. Of their story. Um, Excuse me. And then it goes on with Garrett. Yeah. Which... I really liked Garrett as a side character. Yeah. He didn't have a whole lot of screen time, I guess. Yeah. And, but what you did get from him, you understand all of these guys are professional. They're yeah. all of a certain age. Yep. And they all have a specific king. Yeah. So I was, you're, it's been alluded to the fact that his Garrett's yeah. kink is voyeurism. Yeah. He likes to watch. He likes to watch. So now I'm like obsessed with reading the next book. Yeah. So that I can understand what it is. Yeah. Because I liked him. So I'm like, okay, yep. I'll read your yeah. book. I want to know what happens to you. Yeah. Um, and what your deal is about. So I'm excited. Yeah. Like, Have I, you not read the second book yet? No, I okay. was waiting until we, yeah, several yeah. weeks from now, we're going to do the next set of yeah. these books. And so I was waiting to read them then. So I yeah. could just bench them. 
Um, but this one I, I liked, I liked, I liked the, the style. Yeah. I like the writing style. It's weird to me because I, I've read a couple of age gap books. Um, they're not my favorite and they are not my favorite. I, it's not that I don't think that like the sex is hot or whatever. I just have a hard time understanding and honestly, like in real life, how a 20 year old and a 40 year old can have a relationship just cause you're in different you're in different areas of your lifespan, right? right? Like what does a 40 year old have in common with a 20 year old? And in real life, sometimes it does work. And I, that's perfectly fine. I just, when I read it in a book, I just cannot relate. So, um, you at least don't have the creep factor of the fact that I'm in my forties yeah. and my children are in their twenties. Right. And so I'm like, I look at their friends and I'm like, God, that's disgusting. Right. Like, no, it's yeah. just, that, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to shame anyone no. if that's your, your, your deal, yeah. like, go for it. But I've tried different ones and I just can't get it. And it's usually the guy is older and the girl's like yeah. 21 and I just can't stand it. Yeah. But Charlie was awesome. She was written very well. Yes. And instead of making her a typical 21 yeah. year old, making her immature and making her make stupid decisions yeah. and stomp and be a brat. Yeah. You focused more on what she wants out of her life and what she, where yeah. her line is, where she will draw her line in the sand and go, I am yeah. worth more than this. So yeah. You say I'm nothing like that. We're done. Like yeah. there's no explaining yourself to me because yeah. I am worth more than that. Yep. And at 21, I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. Get it girl. Yep. I like and it. I, this, so the second book, Garrett, you know, obviously is a somewhat of an age gap book. Right. Um, but Garrett is the stepbrother of the main girl. Hmm. So it's a little bit different just because he didn't become her stepbrother until he was like 20. Mm -hmm. So they haven't known each other their entire life. They didn't really, you know, grow, he didn't really grow up with her. Right. Um, stepbrother, stepsister is also not my favorite trope. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, in that book, I didn't care. I don't know if it's the writing by the author or like the story line and how that's built, but the normal tropes that I don't care for, listen. Yeah. I'm all about it in this series, which is wild to me. Yeah. Uh, I do know the third book is about Hunter, which is another one of the owners mm -hmm. and his wife. Um, they bring in Drake, who is the contractor. Mm -hmm. But I don't know anything else about it because it was not out when I finished the second book. Because it did just come out. I think the fourth book then would have to be about Maggie because she's the last owner. Yeah. So she's the fourth yeah. owner, the, the only So female. I'll be really curious to see, like, what that turns out to be. Yeah. But this author, her writing is phenomenal just because she takes a normal trope and she kind of, like, twists it a little bit. So it is tropey, but it's kind of like a trope that you can accept. Yes. Yeah. Like, like she somehow washes your conscience clean. Right. By reading a book where there's an age gap romance yes. between 40s right. and 20s, where you have the step or the the ex boyfriend's yeah. dad, yeah, I don't know if I could wrap my head around that one. Like I would not have picked that. And I think like one of the first times that I saw it pop up on the or on a TikTok, and it like listed the tropes, and it was like age gap romance, and I was like, ugh. And yeah. then it was like, uh, 
ex-boyfriend's dad i'm like yeah. oh my god no and like swiped <laughs> up and like yep. away from it and then it just kept showing up and showing up and then our friend rosa yeah um reached out to me and she was just like girl girl yes. i you need to read these yep. books and i'm like okay i'll give it a shot but way to yeah. go sarah kate's good job i know i, I when, really liked it when you uh, when she told me that Rosa was like, you got to read this. I was like, all right, I'll test it. We'll see how it is. Yeah. And I finished it in like literally a day. And mm -hmm. I called uh, Jill up and I was like, you were doing this. You have to read it immediately. Like, it's so good. Mm -hmm. And then when I did read it, I called you and I'm like, I'm unbothered by right. everything that I've read. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed all yes, of it. Yes, that's right. Just very great writing. Yes. Great characters, great plots, yep. great storyline, great great sex yes god the sex in this is so good so good yep and i care what happens now yeah she developed garrett enough yeah. to where i'm like oh who you yeah. want to look at like i can do this so. and that's what she does really well too is she takes these side characters and they're not really a part of the story mm -hmm. but you care about them enough to want to know what happens and what is happening in their life for the next book right it's a very fine line and she does it very well I like it. yeah yeah all right. Well, that wraps up Praise. Yes. Uh, again, by Sarah Cates, uh, you, the Salacious Players Club series. Yep. Um, you guys know. You already know about it. Yep. It's so big. I love it. Yep. It's great. All right. Next week. Oh, man. All right, guys. So yeah. here's the thing. We're doing a series. It's going to be split into two episodes. Big series. Yes. So it's the Crossfire series by Sylvia Day. Yay. This is a big one in the smut romance world. I love this. Uh, we're doing the first book next week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other three we're doing the next week after that. Yeah. Or four. Isn't four. Three or four now? I don't know. I don't know. how. I have not read these in a while. Yes. So I'm excited to go back. Yeah. Uh, and read through it. And I don't think I ever finished it out originally because when I looked up the last book, I didn't own it already. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me grab that real yeah. quick. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think this was my first series that I read after Fifty Shades of Grey. Same. Uh, it's, it's different. It's different than Fifty Shades of Grey, mm -hmm. but it was the first series that I it, multiple books couldn't set down kept going and i don't even believe the fifth book was out when i originally read it i have not read the fifth book either i have read the first four but mm -hmm. i'm super stoked yeah about this i'm excited about it i know that there has been so much i mean you can still run through like facebook groups and stuff like that and people will still be talking about this series yeah. to this day or it will just show up on your instagram feed because yep. it's hit like an anniversary or it's getting a new cover or something yep. like that um so it's still a very big series even though however many years yeah. it's been out so yep i'm excited all right well stay tuned for that be sure to check us out on social media yeah don't forget all the fun links yes amazon prime stuff is yep. coming soon that's a thing yeah we have audible and kindle unlimited trials out there yep which are always linked in the episode description as well yeah so feel free to YouTube click on those i know i don't even know what's there <laughs> all right go click buttons and do things goodbye So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. Huh. <laughs>
Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smothive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.